Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one flaming end at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 199, which starts with Saruman leaning out over the balcony and looking at what's going on on his front lawn, and ends with the River Eisen rushing down towards Orthanc. Mm-hmm. So this is this is more of just the Ents cleaning house. Yes. We get to see some some cool little action shots of Ents killing orcs. <laughs> There's I'm... so many Ents. Like, have we talked about this yet? There are so many of them. I know. There are, there are a lot more than any of the shots before this would make you think that there are. Right. And would this forest, like, I mean, I know they're trees, but... How is this forest big enough for all of these ants? I mean, Fangorn is quite large, but yeah, this is a lot of ants for no one to realize that they're all just chilling in Fangorn Forest. Right? Like every other tree. Also, like, they haven't been able to procreate, question mark, in like hundreds of thousands of years. So are these just like old dude trees? Yeah, they're all old trees. The youngest ant is still thousands and thousands of years old. So I don't really, because there are quite a few that are like smaller than Treebeard. Yeah, but he's, he seems to clearly be the oldest. Or at least the de facto leader. Yeah. So there are a lot of Ents here. I guess the, the youngest Ents would have been born sometime, I think sometime in the first age. Wow. Like of Middle Earth. So 10,000-ish years ago, less than that. 8,000 years ago, something like that. A while ago. Yeah. Long enough that they've forgotten what the Entwives look like. Yeah. Because the the Entwives disappeared. They lost track of the Entwives because of something Morgoth did, I think. What? I would have to go back and, and look and dig around again. I, either way, we get a bunch of just shots of Ents brutally killing orcs. Uh, Lord of the Rings wiki says... Prior to the Third Age, the Entwives abandoned the Ents in order to start a garden east of Fangorn in what became the Brownlands. Following the end of the Second Age, they disappeared. Okay. So it's So it been, probably had something to do with Sauron, then. It's been like... Three, thousand, three and a half thousand years? Almost four thousand years. Yeah. Something like that. Following the end of the Second Age, they disappeared. So it, it's been the entire Third Age. No Entwives. So the youngest Ents are four thousand years old? Yeah. It's still old. Yeah, it's still old. It's young by elven standards. Right. But, yeah, the, my favorite shot of just an ent killing orcs, though, is the ent that has two in his hands and smashes their heads together. <laughs> He's just holding them by the waists and just crushes both of their heads right together, which is a pretty brutal way to kill somebody. Now kiss. <laughs> it's a very enthusiastic young girl playing with her action figures, her dollies. <laughs> And Pippin straight up murders a guy. Yeah, he does. He, uh... And, and Treebeard praises him for like, it. A fine hit. A hit. A fine hit. Hits an orc in the head and that orc falls down a hole. To his doom. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's a 
there that's a fall and there's like catwalks and water wheels and forges and stuff for him to land on that guy's toast i like saruman's frantic like i just woke up from a nap what is happening face <laughs> yeah doesn't what? he look like he looks he's like, like he's like frowning with his teeth bared he looks like he just woke up from a nap he's he does and it's like he has no idea what the heck is going on how Where did, could how did this, this happen to me <laughs> I made my mistakes. You sure did, Saruman. <laughs> you sure did. And then, uh, so here's something that is confusing to me. Re- re- break the dam, release the river. That's Treebeard's voice. Yes. It's very far away. What do you mean? The dam is very far away. Yes. When we're at the dam and hear Treebeard shout. Okay, but I take this and raise you the fact that he screamed primally into the air that echoed throughout the entire forest and all the Ents showed up. That's true. So you know he's got some pipes. It's just kind of weird. Like, why isn't that just some other person doing an Enty voice? Because that's the only Enty voice that we've heard. We haven't heard any of the other Ents speak. That's true. I guess, yeah. Like, I know in the book they do, but in the movie, the only Ent who speaks so the hobbits can understand him is Treebeard. Mm-hmm. Right, the other Ents aren't standing around going, hmm, hmm, what should we do about these hobbits? Right, right. It's just like, oh, shall we eat them? Like, <laughs> Shall we eat them? <laughs> I guess that would be the trolls from The Hobbit, but... But yeah, Saruman's all, what's all this then on the, on the balcony? <laughs> we get a reuse of a Moria orc cry in this scene yep. which is strange a little bit but i, I there's got to be some here also the ants sound a little like elephants like more so than before that i've noticed um, yeah the the like kind of screechy moans yeah yeah they it has an elephant call. especially when that one gets lit on fire i got confused briefly because this this minute starts with one of those and i was just like what are olifants doing here and i was like oh no they're trees it's the magic of sound design. Yeah. But it definitely sounds elephantish. Yeah, but you can, I mean, I can kind of understand how creaking, moaning wood can kind of sound like an elephant's roar. But, like, specifically, like, yeah. an elephant trumpet. Like, some of these noises that yeah. they created for this fantasy world. I mean, they are, like, you got to get the sound somewhere. Right. The sounds have to come from our world. Yeah. And then they just get digitally tuned here and there. Yeah, man. You can't have Fran screaming for everything. No, just... She's a busy lady. She's got plenty of other screaming to do. Yeah, while she's writing. Yeah, screaming at the (laughs) script, just shouting at her laptop, (laughs) making the Nazgul scream in frustration when she can't get something right. Yep, that's a big mood right there. (laughs) Can you imagine, like, you're Philippa Boyens, you're, like, sitting next to Fran, you're having your morning coffee, and she's just, like, staring at her computer, and then she lets out the Nazgul screech, and she's like, what the hell? (laughs) God damn it, Fran. Like, if you're capable of that noise, wouldn't you use it at every opportunity? (laughs) I would. Scaring her children. Scaring her husband. Give us the halfling she elf. (laughs) Magical scream. You just, like, open the door at, like, a family gathering, and then you just scream. Every Halloween. Well, no, not even Halloween, just, like... 
It's she's like, Thanksgiving. She's carrying. It's like, the- oh, the Jacksons are here. The door opens. It's just like screech. <laughs> I guess I don't really have Thanksgiving in New Zealand, Australia, but some some feasting holiday. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. She's carrying the carrying the main course to the table right? and then set it down and screech like an <laughs> asshole. And then everyone else follows suit. And uh, you're the one person in the room who's just like, what the hell? What is happening? Eldritch horror did I walk in on? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> we get the we get the setup for something that's uh, one of my favorite payoffs in the movie. That and that gets set on fire. Oh, yeah. It's about to happen, isn't it? It is. Soon. I, <laughs> Next minute, probably. Yeah. Break the dam. Release the river. And then uh, a whole bunch of orcs die when yes. they break the dam. There is a I lot. Just, there's something really cathartic about just watching the Ents knock over stuff. Just knocking down these towers around the pits and Isengard, breaking the dam down. They worked so hard on this, though. Yeah. I know they're evil, but, like, they worked so hard on this. Some orc is just like, oh, that's my life's work. <laughs> But the dam has been there forever. Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> that that dam was built by who? By the people that built Orthanc, ostensibly, not by. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Well, there's no river running through Isengard when Gandalf rides through there in Fellowship. Is there not? I no, thought... there's not. There's a forest mm. because when the river is broken, it fills Isengard with water. It oh. doesn't run through it; it fills it. That dam is ancient. So. Why do they... Are they just on a roll? They're just like, yeah! It's like people riding after a sports event. <laughs> it's like, yeah! You're gonna flip a car! Well, no, I, I think they just look at it as, like, the best way to deal with all the orcs down in the tunnels that they can't get to. Mm, that's true. Flood them. Let them drown. God, it's like pouring a water bottle on an anthill. Yeah, Treebeard is just, like, hardcore here. <laughs> it's just like, we can't get down there and get all the orcs. We have no idea how many orcs are down there. Drown them. Oh, God. We're going to drown them. Because we know that there are thousands of orcs underneath Isengard, Isengard building weapons, breeding urukai. There's larval urukai down there. Larval urukai. Yes. Oh my god! Now I'm just imagining still in their mud womb, magic murder toddlers, like like a bee, but like with the face of an urukai, like <laughs> just like hives. Yeah, just just uh, just orcs with. Vials of honey feeding little urukai in their in their little mud wombs. So this is the what third instance of water, run, like specifically running water being used in a cleansing, uh, metaphorical but also literal cleansing way. Well, because the first time is the Nazgul at the the ford outside Rivendell, right? Yeah. What's the second time? Um, I count. Aragorn's weird vision. Oh yeah. Earlier in the because he is def- he is in running water. It's true. Yeah, he's in a river. I would I wouldn't call it a river. I'd call it a stream. But okay. Yeah. He, I'd call water. it a California river. Just, <laughs> just the water level is very low. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Whereas with I think there's an interesting dichotomy between running water and standing water in these movies. Uh, because... And then rain. Rain, well... Rain is just not good. Rain is always in places where not good things happen. Because it's raining in Bree, mm-hmm. and it's raining When the Nazgul in, find them. It's raining in Helm's Deep. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Does it rain any other time? 
I don't think. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, one time when they're on the road, we see a shot of it raining, I think, in Fellowship. Aragorn with his hood up. Oh, yeah. But they're, like, camping. But they're camping. Is that on Weathertop or no? No, it's before Weathertop. Okay. Into the wild. Into the, it's during the Into the Wilds montage. Right. Okay, so we have the Midgewater Marshes, which is standing water, where which is, like, described as unpleasant. The Dead Marshes. The Dead Marshes. We have uh, the the lake where Sam almost drowns. We no, have... that's not a lake. That's a river. Is it a river? Yeah, because they push off and then they go down the river. Hmm. That's the river. Okay. So I guess I would... That one's kind of... Uh, I guess that doesn't go with my... Because remember, they're paddling down river and right, then they right, stop. Right, right, right. That's a deep and river. And then Frodo steals a boat. That's a deep river. My gosh. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Or, I mean, how much of the depth is metaphorical, like, from our perspective as an audience? Right. I mean, we talked about that at length. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Also, there's when they they do the um, Buckleberry Ferry, the, the Nazgul are stopped by running water. Oh, yeah. But not in a way that is, um, not in a way that's portrayed... As like a cleansing or like symbolically stopping evil. It's just I, I would, horses can't run into the river off a ferry landing. I mean, they're like undead horses. So I or like almost undead. Yeah, I, but, but I like would, no horse is going to just run into the river like that. I've always looked at that as like an old school, like Dracula can't cross running water because he's evil. Kind. Of I guess thing. I never have because it's literally framed as the nearest crossing is a mile downriver. Yeah, a crossing. Yeah, but it, it's literally framed as it's the horses not, can't follow us. They have to go a mile to a bridge. It's not like interacting, like, I don't know, like evil interacting directly with water, with running water, I guess. Mm, I don't know. I'm just always thinking it as it's it's framed in a escape from a chase in a mundane way. Yeah, okay. It's not like the the magic of the, the river drowning the Nazgul because Arwen called it or... The Ents releasing the river to yeah. wash the yeah. evil out of Isengard. Man, you're putting holes in my thesis, Norman. I mean, I don't... It doesn't have to always be used in that way for it to be relevant when it is. I... No, I understand that, but I'm just, like, trying to think of... Because water is portrayed And then water so is used as a tool strangely. of prophecy in this movie. Right, in exactly, the yeah, like, um... With Galadriel's mirror. With, uh, standing water again. Yeah. And it doesn't show you good Foretelling things. Foretelling doom. Yeah. Bad things happen around standing water. So the the exception to that rule would be when Sam drowns almost. Yeah. But it's presented as standing from the underwater view of him. Yes. It's presented like still water. It's also a very slow river. Because he's able to like Well, because it's very out. wide. Yeah. Yeah. And he wades out into it quite a ways. Yeah. Like there's... The way that scene is framed... If that's legitimately how deep the river is, there's just a very sudden drop. Yeah. It's which like, is not how rivers function. It's like a tropical island. Yeah, that, that's just not how how rivers are. There's there's not... You don't walk six feet out into the river and then there's a sheer cliff. And then pray. Like, the middle, <laughs> and then there's a sheer cliff in the middle of the water. That's, that's how, not how rivers function. Yeah, that's how volcanic islands function. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a mountain underwater, the tip of which is visible. Yeah, that's not a river. Right. Most it, lakes don't even function that. There's no barely any lakes that function like that, unless they're created by like glaciers, g- glaciers or like impact events in the past and stuff. Right. 
so that one part is considerably deeper. But, well, I guess volcanic moves. But the Earth doesn't erode like that from just force of water. Well, maybe because it's flat, um, the Earth erodes differently. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there, are, maybe there are instances of rivers like that, but I've just never encountered such a thing. Yeah. And I live in a place with Lots a of lot of rivers. rivers. I mean, you know better than I. I was, you know. A California river is a trickle of water in a cement culvert. Yes. Like, yeah. You're, yeah. Like the Los Angeles River. It's like, oh, look, the river's running today, and it's just like a storm drain. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's just like six inches wide. Trickle. <laughs> like you could drive a car in it. I mean, you've seen Terminator 2. Yeah. That's the Los Angeles River. Yeah. Ain't no river there. No. Just robots. <laughs> just just robots. Yeah, man, these Ents are brutal. They are just... And Treebeard is so happy to be killing these orcs. Yes. He's all about this. Thousands of years of... I mean... I don't know. Slumber? Rage? Fell deeds awake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, creating mass murder via drowning is certainly a fell deed. You literally wash your hands of this. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. And then all the ants stand a really around. Bad joke. And then all the ants stand around and are just absorbing nutrients from the murder water. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Good job. But I don't. I don't really think I got a lot to say beyond that about this. These beautiful miniatures are being destroyed. I know it's sad. I got to think more about my water English major nonsense. Well, I'm trying to think of instances of water in Return of the King. So there's that. Yeah. But anyway, I think we're I think we're done here for the day. Tell us about uh what you guys think about I don't know. Put on your 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 college a, English class. That's right. Put on that literary analysis hat. Give it a go. See if you can come up with anything. Over at the Facebook listener group. That's right. Over at the Facebook listener group, the Fellowship of the Mic. You can also leave comments on Apple Podcasts or the Podcatcher app of your choice. Give us a good review, helps the site and the podcast's visibility. Go ahead and do that. We'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week, and we'll have, I think, five weeks left starting next week. Uh, I think it's four. Is it four? I don't remember. Maybe four I'm, or maybe five. Maybe it's wishful thinking. I don't know. Episode 200 tomorrow. That's right. Episode 200 of this this fine podcast. Well, no, not episode 200 of, of Two this, Towers, this not coverage. of this fine of podcast. Two Towers Minute. This fine podcast is not a fine podcast. This, uh, this fine podcast is over 400 episodes. <laughs> uh, 404 as of today I believe yes hope you're having a better day than these orcs are right? and Saruman I hope you don't wake up like Saruman I hope you nap restfully I hope you don't wake up to find war on your lawn <laughs> uh, bye bye